The following audio is from the Grove Church Snohomish campus. For more information about our church or to listen to previous sermons, check out our website at grove.church. Welcome uh, to you, especially if you're a guest with us checking out uh, the church. We would love to meet you in the lobby after service, and we'll kind of talk about that at the end of service. Uh, The reason why we want to meet you in the lobby is because we want to stalk you and find out where you live. No, I'm just kidding. We just want to get to know you a little bit, you and your family, and and say hello to you. So uh, please let us do that. Um, But so glad that you're here today. Uh, We're going to wrap up this uh, series that we're on called Let's Talk Turkey. We're talking about gratitude, the wink of Thanksgiving again. I think there's a couple debates out there that are just begging to be solved. And so we're going to have a little fun today. So we're going to solve a few debates that um, seem to have gotten crazy this time of year. The first debate, this is a real important thing, very spiritual thing here, guys. So listen in, okay? Important thing here, all right? By the raise of hands, how many of you believe that Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Come on, put your hands up in the air. All right, a few of us. Okay, a few of us. Okay, how many of you, you would say Die Hard is not a Christmas movie? Raise your hand. All right. Okay, let's see what the internet says. The internet says there are two types of people in the world. Those who think Die Hard is a Christmas movie and those who are wrong. All right, I love it. We, uh, we asked our staff this week, and a few people from this campus, embarrassingly enough, had said they hadn't even seen the movie Die Hard. So, wow, wow, yeah, they're on the naughty list. Um, all right, this other one that is, is begging to be um, de- dealt with and debated is, um, it is the week of Thanksgiving, but I, I would love to know in your family what you normally do. So, um, Are you the person or the family in the room that says, you know what, you cannot decorate, you cannot listen to Christmas music, no peppermint mochas, no lights, no tree until after Thanksgiving. Okay, that is a law. Raise your hand if that's you. All right, that's my people right there. Okay, Uh, how many of you would say, you know what, Thanksgiving was late this year, I don't even care, it's Christmas at my house right now. Raise your hand. All right, wow. That's crazy, man. Those are the evil people in the room. Hey, I got I to gotta be honest. Uh, ever since we had a little June, uh, we have just broken every tradition we ever created. It used to be in my family that uh, it wasn't until after Thanksgiving. I'm talking like it was law in my family. I wouldn't even drink eggnog in my coffee until after Thanksgiving. No peppermint mochas, nothing. And so, but we had a Christmas baby a couple years ago. and We felt like, so we broke it all. So I got to be honest. I've gone the other way, you guys. I've gone the other way. We watched Elf last night. Uh, I, I'm, I'm working on a manger scene for my family right now. It's getting bad. It's bad. Um, th- Thanksgiving is crying right now at me. It's just bawling. But hey, however you do it, it's awesome. Uh, we're, we're talking about gratitude. And last week what we said is that when gratitude is expressed, hope flourishes. That something happens uh, in our hearts and our lives when we express gratitude uh, and we express first and foremost gratitude to who God is and what he's done for us. And I think today was a cool day because we got to share in communion and what better way to express gratitude than to give God thanks for sending his son. Can I hear an amen? Amen. But there's something really powerful about it. And what, what we learned last week, we're going to be in First Chronicles 16 again. What we learned last week, if you weren't here, is that David, King David, he was the king at the time of the people of Israel. He, he took this time 
When the Ark of the Covenant returned, and he decided that once it returned in its rightful place with God's people, he, he decided first and foremost that I'm going to set people, the Levites, the priests of, of that day, I'm going to set them in place around this covenant, and their responsibility, their first assignment is just to invoke praise and thanks to God. Like King David thought it was so important now that God's presence was back with his people that the first thing we should do before we do anything else is just to give God thanks and praise and to worship him. And that's what we established last week, that the first thing we should do in our lives is to give God thanks and praise. If you look in First Chronicles 16, and if you have a Bible, you can turn there or you can you know, put it on the screen for us here. But in First Chronicles 16, uh, after this establishment of, of David setting up the space for people to give God worship, he then writes what he did a lot in the Psalms. We have 150 Psalms, mostly attributed to King David, of just songs of gratitude and thanksgiving. There's Psalms of lament. There's Psalms of praise. There's all sorts of things. But he writes um, just this beautiful song of thanks, and I, I want to read this to you because uh, it's going to kind of fall in line with how we're going to talk about gratitude today. But So David sets these people to worship God, to give thanks, and then he writes in, in poetry like he normally does, uh, just some powerful words about who God is, and I just want you to hear how many times David attributes thanks and praise to God. Uh, it's just a really powerful thing to think about today. This is found in First Chronicles 16 and verse 8. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all of his wondrous works, glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. O offspring of Israel, his servant, children of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember his covenant forever. The word that he commanded for a thousand generations. The covenant that he made with Abraham, his sworn promise to Isaac, which he confirmed to Jacob as a statue, to Israel as an everlasting covenant, saying, to you I will give you the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance. When you were few in number of little account and soldiers in it, wandering from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another people, he allowed no one to oppress them. He rebuked kings on their account, saying, Touch not my anointed ones, do my prophets no harm. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And he is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his place. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Yes, the world is established, it shall never be moved. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice. And let them say among the nation, the Lord reigns. 
Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Say also, save us, O God of our salvation, and gather and deliver us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Then the last verse here, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Then all the people said, amen, and praise the Lord. Let's practice that. Then all the people said, and praise the Lord. I mean, it's just an awesome text of scripture. And I love this text. Let me pray for it today. And then we'll jump into a couple of highlights here. God, thank you for this season of gratitude that we get to give you praise and get to give you thanks and get to worship who you are, Lord, creator of heaven and earth. And I thank you, God, that there is power in our praise. There is power in gratitude. There is such power, God, in telling others what it is you've done for us and how grateful we are. We thank you for it. In your good name, amen. Just a couple of highlights from this section of scripture that I, I just want to point out to you. First of all, the, the word Yahweh, the Old Testament word for Lord, is used 16 different times just in this passage of scripture. It's just David again reminding us how important it was to give God praise for what was happening with him and the people of Israel. It's cool because in this section of scripture, it praises God as creator and sovereign over all the creation. It's just this awesome reminder that we serve this incredible, mighty God who is creator of heaven and earth. And it's what's cool about this passage of scripture is David kind of speaks into the very idea that we can learn about God as creator of Lord and heaven and earth. We can learn about him by the things that we see and the nature around us. So it's, it's, it's interesting because it's not that we worship nature, that there's some you know, God within nature, but it's when we look at nature, we look at God's creation, and we see, oh my word, Mount Rainier driving on I-5, oh my word, like that, wow God, you are amazing. I get to look at that when I drive down I-5. It's that. It's the worship of God as creator when we see his, his amazing display of his creation. So it praises him as that. It also praises God for his goodness and his mercy. It's this amazing passage of scripture. And we look at communion again today and we say, wow, the Lord is so good to us. He's been so merciful to us. And we get to sing gratitude and praises to him on that. And so it's just a really cool passage of scripture. I encourage you to write it and read it and study it. But I want to focus in for today on verse 1643. So again, David had established people to invoke God's praise. He then writes this beautiful song of praise and thanksgiving. And then I want to focus in on kind of the, the wrap-up of this chapter. It says in verse 43, after he's written this amazing poetry, after he's written these amazing songs, he says, it says, Then all the people departed each to his house, and David went home to bless his household. See, I love it. It's like God's people gathered together and they worshiped together and they gave God thanks around the Ark of the Covenant. They gave God praise and worship. They worshiped with songs and instruments. They're singing all these amazing things about who God is as creator and sovereign and all these awesome things. And then they all went home and blessed their household. 
And what I want us to do today, what I want us to think about today is that as much as gratitude expressed in this context is incredible and powerful when we worship God, it's even more important that you and I leave here today and create households and create families that express gratitude. In fact, when gratitude is expressed, last week hope flourishes. When gratitude is expressed, families flourish today. There's something really amazing that happens in our families when we choose to worship God and we choose to show appreciation and gratitude towards one another. I want to give you two things that gratitude does in our home when it's expressed. The first one is this. When gratitude is expressed in our homes, when we express gratitude towards one another, when we thank God for the people that he's put into our lives and that's on our mouths and that's being displayed to our kids, here's what happens. Number one, it cultivates humility. In Philippians 2, 3 through 4, it says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. See, what happens is it's very easy for us, very easy for me, to get real prideful and think I'm all that in a bag of chips, okay? That's a real temptation for a lot of us, is the issue of pride. And what happens when we express gratitude in our homes, what happens is it creates this opportunity for us to be humbled and to humble ourselves with those around us and to realize that life is not all just about me. That life is not all about what I want and what I get and what pleases me. That my responsibility in my family is to look at the people around me and go, how do I bless and serve and care for the people that God has entrusted to me? How do I serve and lay down my life for the people that God has blessed me with? And when gratitude, when thanksgiving is flourishing in our families, it automatically, the byproduct of that is like, this isn't really about me. I I get to serve and help my spouse. I get to serve and support my kids. I get to help because gratitude and appreciation is at the center of our family. It it creates humility. It's so important even for our kids to understand the value of humility. It's important for even as we raise kids for us to understand that children should understand the importance of, hey, it's not just about you. We're here as a family to care and support one another, but also look outside of even our family of how we can extend God's love to others. Can I hear an amen? So when it's expressed in our home, it creates this incredible opportunity for humility, for that pride to kind of subside. It also, in our families, when it's expressed, it creates contentment. 1 Timothy 6 17 through 19 says, As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. 
Think about that just for a minute. That when gratitude is expressed in our homes, what happens is this opportunity for creation of contentment. That, wow, we are blessed. Wow, what God has done in our lives is incredible. You know what? We have a lot to be thankful for. We have a lot to be grateful for. You know, we actually don't need more. We should actually give more because our hearts are content with what he's done. In fact, if we, if we hear what Timothy's saying, we go, as for the rich in this present age, and we think about just by American standards, where we live, what we make, where, what kind of homes we have, what kind of vehicles we have, we would consider ourselves, and me included, to be very, very rich, according to world standards. And Paul's saying to Timothy that for these individuals, challenge them to live with contentment, to recognize that life is truly a gift and an opportunity for you to be a blessing to others. And this idea of gratitude being expressed in our homes creates opportunity for you and for our kids to understand, whoa, you have more than enough. You have more than enough. And it creates this opportunity for us to extend God's great love to others. I love this quote. This is by a pastor uh, by the name of Andy Stanley. He says this quote, your greatest contribution to the kingdom of God may not be something you do, but someone you raise. Your greatest contribution to the kingdom of God may not be something you do, but someone you raise. See, I think about that as a, as a young parent. And I think about what will be my greatest contribution. And it actually will not be how eloquent I can speak or how excited I can get on stage. What will be, it will be the byproduct of what and who my kids become after I'm gone. And I think it's so, so valuable that you and I, me personally, preaching to myself today, it's so valuable to create the kind of contentment and humility in our homes where our kids see, man, we are way more blessed than we ever could be. We have so much to be thankful for. God has done so much in our lives. And that, that kind of spirit, that kind of heart creates opportunity for our kids to see, well, then what can we do for others, mom and dad? Because we have so much that God has done for us. So when gratitude is expressed in our homes, our, our families flourish. I mentioned last week that I wanted to do something today And I specifically am speaking a shorter message today because I want to take time today um, in our service to do something a little bit different. And so people are going to be moving about the room and we're going to get some mics going here. But what I want to do today is uh, in this spirit of gratitude as we're about to approach Thanksgiving and and, uh, let Thanksgiving stand on its own as a holiday, I I want to take this moment and I want to give us an opportunity. I want to actually give you an opportunity here in this room to be able to express gratitude for the people in your life and what they've done for you. Just to kind of prime the pump a little bit, I have some questions here I want you to think about. First of all, one, one, one question could be this. Who are you thankful for in your life? Who, who in your family do you want to express gratitude towards? Maybe what are some of the ways that your family has expressed 
gratitude. The reason why I want to do this today, we, we did this in our life group on, on Monday, and i got to be honest, it just became an emotional mess. It was just like, we were all just crying. It was awesome, okay? Um, even I was crying, which is a shocker. But, um, but no, I, I think this is such an, a, a meaningful thing to do because here's the thing. You always hear from a speaker or a pastor up here, but no, we don't always get to hear from one another, and I think this environment where we get to really be, be thankful and express gratitude for the people in our lives it is really a really meaningful thing. As I was praying this week for this message, I also thought about this. Some of us in the room here today, this applies to me, where you, you may want to give some gratitude and some thanks for someone who's actually no longer here anymore. I mean, that, 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 that for me hits real home because I lost my dad you know, about 13 years ago now. And so part of me wants to express gratitude and thanks for who he was, even though he's no longer alive. And so if, the, if that's you and you're like, you know, there's someone in my life, could be a parent, could be a friend, could be a relative, that they're no longer here, but you want to give thanks for what they've done in your life. That's awesome. This is an awesome, awesome opportunity because there's people in this room right now where you want to give gratitude and they're actually in the room. So you're going to like take the mic and be like, hi, I want to thank God for you. And that's awesome because when gratitude is expressed, families flourish. It's just a powerful thing. And so I want to give you an opportunity to do that. And I'll, I mean, I will call on you if I have to, but I'm hoping I'll get some people in the room that will, will take the mic. But this is what this will look like practically. I got a couple mic rovers here. So uh, you just raise your hand and we're going to come bring you the mic. They'll hold the mic for you. You don't have to be nervous. And okay, I got one right up here. Awesome. They're going to hold the mic for you so you don't need to worry about but yeah, let's just hear from you guys today what you're thankful for. Can you maybe just say your name and then tell us what you're thankful for? My name is... It's on. My, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, my name is Kathy, and I wanted to, first of all, say thank you for the Kelmer family for spending their day with me when I was going to be all alone today. <laughs> and um, so that was number one, because I love them. They're, they're my family. And um, I especially want to say thank you to Josiah, because he has been taking care of my puppy dog um, for this year. And he, we were on a trip recently, and he got my dog got sick. <laughs> and Josiah still came over and took care of him and loved him. And he's like our, our baby, our dog. <laughs> so so jo um, Josiah's not your baby, but the dog Josiah is. is <laughs> Josiah's wonderful That's and awesome. has just been taking such good care of him and watching our house. And he's faithful and reliable and wonderful. And so thank you, Josiah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Thanks for leading the way and being the first one. We got a lot of time for this. Someone else, you want to express gratitude for someone in your life. Now, up in the, up in the nosebleeds, my man Ryan. Someone's got to go up there. Good job, Eli. My name's Ryan Wilson. I uh, just wanted to uh, express gratitude for all the men of this church, and uh, three of them in particular, Rich and Patrick and Neil. Uh, they continued to work on me and just, you know, give me good advice about my career path. And uh, next week I'm starting a new job with Rich. And it's going to be a lot better for my family, a better schedule, full benefits. And uh, over the course of six months, they just kind of pursued me and uh, just continued to uh, speak life into me and just let me know that I need to provide for my family and, and do what's best for them. And so thank you all, all the men of this church for helping me to be a better man and those three in particular. So thankful for you guys. Awesome. Let's love it. Thank you, Ryan. 
Come on. Thank God for people in our life. Yes, right here. Uh, my name is Chris. Is that on? Is that mic on? Can you guys hear her? Hello. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Hi, my name is Chris, and it's actually kind of funny that Joy is here, because I actually want to thank Joy and her husband. Uh, oh, stop it, Chris. <laughs> well, come on, no, it's okay. I cry all the time. Go ahead. My daughter's been struggling, and since they came to the church, she's had a lot of joy this week and for the last couple weeks. And so thank you so much. Sorry. Oh, and Lisa, um, I can't say her last name. I'm poor. Shabadish, Shabadosh. <laughs> uh, close? Okay, yeah. So good. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I got I got a little helper up on stage here today. So all right, someone else. Got a lot of time, folks. Yes, over here, Erica. Eli's coming down. So I just want to say thank you to my husband because we've had a very hard year this year, but he's been faithful with everything that God's given him and with us as a family and he's stand strong even through the really hard times that we've been to and just led us in um, great ways this year. So I just want to say thank you to him and thanks to God for giving him strength to be the leader of our household. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Love it, Daniel. Good. Come on, someone else. Who, who are you thankful for in your life? Yes, right here. I want to thank the Lord for my wonderful wife, Katherine such a blessing to me and encouragement and I uh, just want to thank the Lord for her. And I want to thank the Lord for Kaylee and Cody, this wonderful young couple that has entered our lives and for not being afraid to go to a group and just uh, just jump in with both feet and uh, let, let us ask a lot of questions and just love on them. So I appreciate them. Awesome, I love it, come on. So good. I know there's plenty more in the room. Someone else, you wanna express gratitude. You wanna thank God for someone in your life, what they've done, yeah. My name's Carrie, we've been married 35 years. I just wanna thank my husband, Carrie. He's really showed me unconditional love. Oh, it's so good, yeah, awesome, so good. Thank you for sharing that. Love it, yeah, right over here. Um, first of all, I just want to, I'm thankful for this church and this community, and we feel really blessed to have found this community. It's been great for our family, and we just love it. Um, and secondly, I'm also super thankful for my husband. He keeps God at the center of our household when sometimes I forget, and he just keeps us ground. He's not in here right now. I don't know if he can hear me, but I just, I should tell him later how thankful I am for him. Yeah, I love it. Go Jordan. I love it, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, over here. My name's, my name's Damon Madsen. I did thank the Grove Church for actually helping me uh, through a very dark time. And uh, men's group for being around. I appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Damon. I love it. That's so good. 
someone else thankful, someone in your life, what they've done for you. just want to express that today. My name's Kaylee. Um, Hi, Kaylee. <laughs> She's like, I got the mic. I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, my husband, Cody, and I are just so thankful for the Grove Church. Um, the church we were going to when we first moved here about a year ago um, closed down, which was very unfortunate, and we were kind of getting really discouraged of not being able to find a church, and so blessed by you guys and so thankful for all the relationships we've built and we love you guys it's awesome we love you too thank you kaylee yes over here megan i have a lot of people here to be thankful for so i really love our church and there's so many people who have walked me through so much but especially don and katherine dickletties because they've been there for me and they're just incredible irreplaceable and i love them so much and i thank god for them every day their generosity and their love for me and um, everything they are in my life and uh, everyone here too so I love you all yeah I love it good so good look at sharing that someone else maybe there's a yeah Ryan you want to go again let's go dude come on Ryan's going to be preaching in a couple weeks on stage it's her all turn right. to go up the stairs so <laughs> nice well, I'm still Ryan Wilson, hasn't changed. <laughs> I just wanna thank my wife. Uh, we have two little kids and she's a stay-at-home mom and I don't know how stay-at-home moms do it, but you guys are incredible. And she's just such a warrior, all of it. So just thankful for her. Awesome, I love it. Good work. Anyone else in the room? Don't, wanna, don't want you to miss out on this really special moment for you to express gratitude for someone in your life what they've done for you. Yeah, right here in the middle. Moving about the room. You're doing good, Kaylee. Hello. Um, I want to say thank you to my papa. I love you. Thank you for everything. Um, big up my brother, Daniel. He's a sub. My sister, shout out to you for everything. My mom's not here right now, but I love her too. And uh, thank you to the Grove Church. Awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. I love it. So good. Anyone else? You want to? Oh, we got one up front. All right, go ahead. My name is Brittany. Um, I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for this church too, for um, the opportunity to be part of something bigger, to really have that encouragement and the support behind our family. It's amazing. Um, it's a great family here. I'm also really thankful for my husband. Uh, I get some really crazy harebrained ideas sometimes. <laughs> and and he, he sees through that and he sees the vision and he stands behind me and supports me and encourages me and I'm really grateful for it. I love it. Thank you, Brittany. So good. Awesome. Yeah. Damon again. This is Damon again. Um, I compose myself. I have to thank the community in general, uh, whether it's the homish or like Stevens. It's, it's about giving back. We all give back. We help one another. But also, not to forget the uh, brave men and women that are serving our country tonight yeah. so we can continue to praise the Lord. Yeah. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to do what we have here today. Definitely. Yeah. Amen. Awesome. I love it. So good. Yes. Uh, I'm Emily, and I, uh, I'm really thankful for my brother and his family that I live with. 
Um, they opened their home to me about three years ago and I moved up from Puyallup. And um, since moving up here, just have really felt the Lord's hand and blessing in my life and just know that I'm really where I'm supposed to be. Um, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. And I'm just super stoked to be a part of this church and just super thankful for here. Um, it's the first church that I've found for myself to be my own and put my own roots down and have my own my own church family that is um, mine. <laughs> and I'm just super thankful for um, their part in my life and uh, the girls' part in my life right now, too. Love it. Awesome. Thank you. Love it. We got a, we got a few more minutes here. Yes. Right here. Right here. Okay, there you go. You're good. You're good. We'll go there next. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, thankful, first of all, for you, Pastor. Thank you for uh, leading us. Thank you, Femi. Uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I don't know, I'll, I'll pay you later. I need a translator. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm saying thankful for uh, all the people around me that make me grow in uh, some way. Because I remember when I was little, I was so hurt. Not thinking well, but I'm realizing that God worked in me much as I can play even you know, on stage sometimes. So that's amazing. That's amazing. So God is powerful. So I'm thankful for my wife, my, my, my kids. So I'm grateful for all you and Grove Church. Awesome. Thank you for me. Love it. More? Someone okay go ahead. Yep. Right down here, Cody. Yes. Awesome. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, uh, again, Pastor Andrew, I just wanted to thank you for being our pastor and just kind of touch on the fact that, you know, you guys, you and Amanda stepped up and took a church over and grafted us in. And, you know, without that, the, we wouldn't be in the position we're in. So I think, again, this, this whole body is, is better because you and Amanda stepped in at a time of need and and took care of us. And so we're very thankful, I think, collectively as as the old venture church that we're here and part yeah. of this. It's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. We love you guys. Thank you. I did. I was riding with uh, Matthew yesterday because we were helping Crystal move. And he said, yeah, you're, you're the one that, that made me... Uh, realize, you know, oh, never mind, can't say it. Okay, she's in the room. Hi. Okay, I'll tell you guys later, another time when the kids are not in the room, but it has to do with S-A-N-T-A. Okay, yes. Uh, my name is Zach. Um, why you do that? <laughs> um, she's holding that yeah, mic tight, dude. I she's would, been coached. Uh, I'm really thankful for Scott here. Um, yeah. Just for just coming in and being the guy, you know. Um, you know, I feel like when my brother left, you know, I was really broken, um, and like, what am I going to do? But uh, Scott really came in and gave me something to do, and uh, I, I'm really thankful for you guys. Yeah, I love it. Come on. That's it. 
I told you it's gonna get sappy in here. I told you, I warned you. Last call, anyone else? Yes, Mr. Hunter. Come on. And she's driven thousands of miles to take me to hospitals and doctors, and she's always been there with me and never complains. Love has, has just been a saint, and I'm so thankful. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Yes, right here. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, go for uh, it. Jazzy yeah. Jazz. <laughs> I'm Jasmine, and I just want to say thank you to all the uh, families that have helped my family out these past couple years as we've been going through some family struggles and financial struggles. And so, yeah, just thank you to all those guys who helped out. Absolutely. Awesome. My name is... Is that mic on for her? Hold on. Hello? Sorry, sweetie. That's awesome. I love it. Thank you for sharing that, sweetie. I love it. So good. I want to just express so much. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Hi, everyone. My name is Mars, and I'm just thankful for uh, the leadership of the church. Um, I'm so thankful for you um, and for your family for leading this church and all of your knowledge and your wisdom and just the way that you love the church like you love your children. So just I'm thankful for the community of the Grove, um, extending their love and their support, um, and loving my children, um, and loving on me, especially during this time of my husband being gone for 400 days. So I just really appreciate that. And then I especially just want to thank my sister-in-law who is here with me today, Kara. Um, she's been <laughs> like a second mom to my kids. Um, it's just been amazing, and I just appreciate all the love and the support of everyone loving all my littles and um, everybody. It's just, it's an amazing community to see everybody pull together. Um, God's doing amazing things with this church and I'm just so glad that I can call it my home for myself, for my kids, and for um, all the women and families that get to experience it with me. So, yeah. I love it. Thank you. All right, Alex, you're going to be the last one, buddy. Let's give Alex that mic there. Yep. Go ahead, buddy. So um, I'm thankful for my parents for showing me um, how to be hardworking and brave. And I'm also thankful for Pastor Andrew and Scott for giving me um, motivation when I need it the most. Love you, man. Awesome. I love it. Thank you for listening to the Grove Church Snohomish Sermon Podcast. If you want to keep up with us, like us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at grove.church.